Hey everyone, my name is Taylor, and I will be your DM and lore master for the Tantalus Tales. This real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast has been in the works for almost a year now, and we're so excited to share the story with you. Without any further ado, let's jump into the story and meet our adventurers. table, I guess, starting with uh, Bakar. Bakar? Introduce oh. yourself here real quick. I am Bakar Moore, and Bakar is a mercenary. Oh. No, no. What? Reverse. Reverse. Just reverse, say hi. Reverse? My name is Kelly. I'm playing Bakar. <laughs> you'll You'll have a chance. You'll have a chance to introduce your character. I just want you to introduce yourself. But I am Bakar. Um... <laughs> Kelly has gone gone deep, (laughs) deep into her role. Shoulder deep. (laughs) She is she is elbow deep in this. Starting. uh, Let's do the clap again. (laughs) Uh, So three, two, one, and then clap. So three, two, one. God damn it! That's fine. (laughs) All right, whatever. Close enough. We're close enough on that. So uh, let's introduce ourselves. Go ahead, Kelly. All right, I'm Kelly Ashmore. I play my character, uh, Bakar Moore. I'm Spencer Verlo. I play Orinthir the Ranger. I'm Connor Waddell. I play T the Warlock. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, So uh, as we're getting started here, uh, this is the first episode of Tantalus Tales. Welcome, guys. You guys have met up in a previous adventure with Richard the Crimson, a uh, dragonborn paladin. He picked you up from uh, Cucumber Farm, where your last job was, that we may go back to eventually. Uh, But not today. Not today. Okay. Uh, So, your traveling party sits atop a hill at dusk. The town of Daggernon is visible on the horizon. An eerie crimson moon in the sky makes those below uneasy. A sour wind blows from the north as our party begins to set up camp. As you sit around the fire, your traveling companion Richard starts a conversation with you. Three days on the road and I barely know a one It's hard to say that it's this darned moon or traveling with strangers that's making me uneasy. If we were to work together, we may as well all get to know each other a bit. I suppose I'll break the ice. You know I go by Richard, but my full title is Scorn Beat the Thunder-Touched. Pretentious is what that was. Totally. Richard, though, on the other hand, rolls off the tongue nicely. It's, it feels good on my tongue. I've been adventuring for ages now, you see. 
I've got a nice family at home in Dragon's Roost, a lovely wife and a couple of little ones. Fortunately for them, adventuring is lucrative, so I can keep them comfortable. After this job, I plan to settle down for a bit and spend some time with my family and rest up. Well, what about you all? Now, if you would like to uh, introduce your character, by all means. Are you first? God damn it! We're going alphabetic. I should have put like a Z in front of Bakar's name. Yes, tell us who you are, why you're adventuring, who you've got at home, things like that. My name is Bakar. Bakar Moore. I am a mercenary at heart. I have always been a mercenary, at least when I joined up as a kid. And my, uh, I, I had a, a nice uh, mercenary group, but we are we are now separate because I am looking for um, someone. Looking for someone. That's that's all you need to know. <laughs> Mysterious, appropriate. Okay. All right. Who's next? I call T. It's me. Yep. I, I, I thought we were going alphabetical. <laughs> T's oh, before. Always before T, you illiterate fool. <laughs> I never said Bacar was smart. My name is Orenthil Cloudcops. Again, just like Richard, pretentious last name. What are you going to do? Uh, I personally am journeying because I just didn't want to be around my family right now. They're, they're a bunch of posers, social climbing jerks. Not fond of them. Except for my little sister, but what are you going to do? So I'm just heading out around, hanging out with people, mostly non-elves. Had enough of elves for a while. Just want to be around some humans, halflings, what have you. So that's my reason for being on the road. Well, I guess it's my turn now. I'm T. Uh, I'm out learning stuff for my religious leader. I am the chosen one. Uh, I don't really know for what yet, but... Do you know who chose you? The leader of my church. Oh. Okay. He's going to save the world. I have to help him. Oh. Okay. Oh, and this is Ice. He's a pseudo-dragon. Why Why did you guys decide to take this job? Well, because there is pay. I just like to be around people. The sense of adventure drew me on. I see, I see. Uh, well... I, for one, feel better working with friends, or at least somebody I know, rather than strangers. But we've got time later to uh, talk more. We should, uh, we should rest up. I'll take the first watch. All right, then. Thank you. All right, cool. At this point, I would love for you all to roll a perception check. All right. For those of you that forgot how that works, that is a d20. Roll it. 10. 14. 17. 14 and 17. All right. So at least one of you got over a 12. <laughs> uh, blind party. We are a very blind party. Yep. Bakar, you have not noticed anything, but Orenthil and T... You two notice some shadows off to the uh, side of the firelight. Hmm. Did something just move? I think so. Should we investigate? Would either of you like to uh, awaken Bakar? Sure. Poke, poke. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> no. Get up. Let me sleep. Come on. Bakar needs sleep. Bakar, you cheapskate. Uh, Get up. Go. Not cheap. I need money. As you guys roll out of your sleep naps, it's been a couple of hours. You guys hear some low growling as footsteps of three mangy, hungry-looking wolves step forward. Uh, Richard. Ah, sneaky buggers must have been attracted to Orenthil's kill we were eating earlier. Roll your initiatives. Fifteen. Sixteen. Five. (laughs) And... The wolves will go last, second to last, because uh, Bakar is still sleepy. Ha. Mm-hmm. So you have three wolves uh, in front of you. They are mangy and hungry looking. What do you do, T? You know, I am also pretty hungry. I'm going to use Agonizing Blast. On the first wolf. Okay. Does a 12 hit. That will do so, yes. Alright. Uh, 10 damage. As your blast hits this mangy little wolf, it whimpers and sort of crumples to the floor and starts to uh, bring itself up a little bit. It uh, has lost quite a bit of blood from your blast. Uh, Orenthil, what will you do? Well, I'm gonna draw an arrow, put it in my bow. Lupine assassins, you shall not pass. And shoot an arrow at it. Uh, okay, roll your hit. Thirteen. Thirteen will hit. Uh, are you atta- which one were you attacking? Uh, the second one. Not the same one. Damage is three. Three, alright. Ah, oh, so pitiful. That one... That one looks a little angry, because you just shot a fucking arrow at it. Yeah, probably hit it like right in my paw or something. Uh, Richard squares up with his broadsword and misses profusely. Oh. <laughs> swinging his sword into the ground right in front of the third wolf. Missing him entirely. The wolves now have a chance. The battered and bruised wolf decides to attack with a bite attack uh, at T, because you shot him with <laughs> mystical powers. He will miss you entirely. These wolves have sophisticated threats. Barely grazed you. I believe a 12 does not beat your uh, armor class, correct? It does not. The other wolf that got attacked by Orenthil will also attack with a bite. That uh, 12 does not cut your uh, armor class, correct, Orin? Mm-mm. Hell no. Perfect. And then the third wolf decides to take a chunk out of Richard's... Ooh, shit. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this wolf pierces the leather at Richard's heel uh, and <laughs> does six damage to his ankle. Wow. Mm. Bakar, what will you do? Well, I'm waking up, and I um, see a wolf, and I go, Puppy, I'm going to kill it. Uh, I'm going to just do a normal attack. Okay. Which one are you attacking? There are three still alive. Um, I will help Richard, because that one seems like 
it's got its latch on uh, his Also, the, his the only undamaged one. Yeah, it is the only undamaged <laughs> one because uh, Richard apparently fell asleep at watch, maybe? Hmm. Who knows? Uh, it's a d20, correct? Yes, it is a d20. Then that is 19 with a plus 5, so 24. 24, that will definitely hit the wolf, yes. Cool. Um, and a d8... I do four damage. All right. So there are still three wolves at the top of the order now. We've got uh, T. What do you do? How far away am I? Uh, they are all very close to you. I'm going to dive under his belly, and I'm going to Eldritch Blast straight up into his chest. <laughs> uh, which one are you, Elder the, Chesting? The first one, the middle one. Okay, the one that you uh, blasted prior? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 17. Does that uh, hit? 17 will hit, yes. And uh, then 8 so damage. What, Whatever you do for damage is enough to kill this right now. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So you, <laughs> painting the picture of this, uh, our, our tiny halfling uh, warlock just stole home plate underneath the uh, the wolf and sent it flying up and out of range, you hear a deafening thud down the hill, and that wolf is gone. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> Alright, uh, Orenthil, what do you do? Take another shot at the one I shot before. See if I can't finish him. 17. That will hit. Alright, let's see here. And, wow. That was a 10. You knock, notch, knock, knock your arrow. Yes. Yeah. You knock your arrow and send it directly between the eyes of this hungry, mangy, little, just dirty wolf. It goes right between the eyes, and you see its, you see its eyes roll back in its head as it just slumps forward. Gone. It's dead. I guess I shouldn't have shot so hard. Now I feel guilty. You, uh, you just... Ugh. That's, that's a bit overkill, in my opinion. But hey, whatever. Uh, it's gone. Richard uh, decides to uh, stab down at the wolf still attached to its an his ankle. <sighs> Richard hits a, a, a nat one. <laughs> oh, my God. Missing the wolf and uh, <sighs> takes eight damage, stabbing his own foot. With the weak sister here, jeez. Yeah, uh, the wolf. I, I, I start to understand why he wanted um, some help. <laughs> <laughs> the wolf attached to uh, Richard, seemingly laughing and letting go of uh, of uh, Richard's ankle, decides to uh, attack Richard one more time with a claw. That, however, will uh, not hit him. So, Barak, what will you do? I will just do a normal attack. Okay. Mostly because... Anything else might hurt Richard more. <laughs> uh, I got, let's see here. 22. 22. 22. That will uh, definitely hit the wolf, yes. Go All right. Roll for damage. Uh, four again. So this wolf, laughing at Richard, does not notice Bakar coming down with his sword and gets hit. He looks visibly shaken now, but is still up and still growling at you. Uh, what do you do, uh, T? 
Uh, this looks kind of taken care of. I'm going to go look for my wolf. You're going to go look for your wolf. <laughs> yeah, I heard it land down the hill somewhere. I think I'm going to go grab it. <laughs> I'm hungry. So uh, you're going to hold your action then? Go look for a wolf? Yeah. Okay, uh, Oren. I want to help out Richard a bit and use my Cure Wounds spell on him. <laughs> you're going to use the Cure Wounds? Okay. Yeah, I get five. Five. And he'll cure him for five hit points. Cure him for five. Okay, cool. Perfect. He thanks you, then uh, decides to try one more time. Oh, God. Third time's a charm. That is... <laughs> Gonna miss. He misses. He he whiffs it. He, he isn't drunk, is he? He... Uh, you know... He's just having a bad night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bad night. <laughs> we all have bad nights. <laughs> He's just a really bad night. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a bad night. It's, there's a bad moon rising. <laughs> yeah, Barack, what do you do? Um, I guess. Wait, cause it's how like how bad is it now? Like for the wolf? It's doomed. How bad is it for the wolf? Well, he just lost his two only friends in the world <laughs> to a a few. Put it out of its misery, please. Just you know, comfort it a little bit, and who had some sort of kill. That they didn't even bother to, like, share. You guys are assholes. We're, we're so b- horrible. <laughs> I, I'll just, like, again, I'll just do a normal attack, because I'm not going to spend a lot of things on this. I, I, it, it can't hurt me. It might kill Richard, but it won't hurt me. <laughs> no, Richard's more likely to kill himself at this point. <laughs> we want to end this fight before he hurts himself more. Let's go. Uh, 23. That'll, that'll hit it. Awesome. Let's see if I can do more than just... Alright, six damage. Six damage. Okay, so uh, you use a sword, right? I use a longsword. Barak, in your attempt to uh, end things with these hungry, tired, dirty wolves, you take your longsword and just drop it down on the neck of this, this hungry, hungry wolf. Just like Ned Stark. Who really just wanted something to eat. <laughs> and cleave its head from its shoulders. Killing it. It's dead. Well, it's gone. we all want things, it is... don't we? Yeah, we all, we all want things, but, uh... Oof. Uh... And now I have a pelt! Congratulations, you've, uh, beaten the wolves, who were really fucking hungry. Yep. You guys are assholes. The car will skin the wolf. I refuse to feel bad about this. So, uh, <laughs> Richard coughs and says, uh, uh, ooh, uh, well, uh, that was a bit embarrassing. I swear I don't usually miss like that. No, I understand. At least that was a good way to get the blood moving and in and out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I am wide awake now, boys. I, I will, I will keep watch. Then you already volunteer. No, no. That's how we got you, this? you, Richard. You go ahead. You've had your turn. I'll take it next. I mean, Bakar's had enough sleep. Okay, okay. You got. It. Well, uh... even though we would feel safe under your watchful eye, <laughs> <laughs> Richard then uh, goes to sleep as uh, you guys decide to do whatever you want for the rest of the evening. I suppose the rest of the evening goes. Uh, well, speaking of. Uh, did you find your wolf? Uh, <laughs> what do I got to roll for that? 
roll roll uh, investigation. Let's see if you can find your your wolf. Oh. Sure, he finds it there and some over there and a little bit more over there. <laughs> it's a 12. <laughs> that is a 12. Yes, you uh, find a little bit of it there, a little bit of it there. Uh, <laughs> some of it. Uh, yeah, it is, it, is, it is not a wolf anymore. Damn, that hill must have really just torn it apart. I think it had something to do with the explosion you shot at from underneath you it. Guys, you guys have seen a pumpkin explode, right? Yeah. yeah. Not at all like that. <laughs> but uh yeah no it is it is very much not a wolf anymore uh there is nothing on that wolf that you can take the meat is burnt to a crisp the the pelt is singed it has no <laughs> practical use for anything anymore yeah it is no practical use uh you do however have a full wolf pelt with only a hole in its forehead and and in its shank i guess you shot him twice yeah and a uh decapitated wolf if you guys had a lodge it would make for a wonderful trophy i can make some boots out of that yeah Ooh, can i have mittens yeah totally does any of us have leather working i have animal handling is that the same thing <laughs> <laughs> i have survival i'm gonna handle it all. Yeah. oh you handled it you handled it <laughs> can can i roll survival to see if i can skin it and use its meat in a stew Sure, by all means. Uh, awesome! If you guys are still hungry after uh, eating that kill from earlier and not sharing with the goddamn wolves... Someone's editorializing here. I got a 16. 16? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do do what you will with them. Woo! And maybe more wolves will show up and I can cook that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're going to carry chunks of wolf with you now. Not just skin for me. Taylor again. I just wanted to tell you about our sponsor this week, a five-piece indie rock dark pop band called Half Loves. Go give them a listen. They're on Spotify, iTunes, or even their website at halfloves.com. My favorite of their songs is A Little Keen. They're on Twitter and Instagram too, so go give them some Tantalus Tales love. Looking to get the word out about something important to you? Whether you're promoting your creative work, a business, or just want to tell your RPG party how much you appreciate them, we can get that message out for you. If you have a message you'd like us to deliver, reach out to us at thetantalustales at gmail.com to get it all figured out. Now, back to the story. The next day dawns on you guys, um, and uh, as as the first light pours in from... Uh, thank you, East. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the sun on your back rising uh you guys wander down the hill and towards the uh town of daggernon daggernon uh, Dagger, Dagger, daggernon uh with one a not two a's well what's the first thing we see as we enter the town as you approach the gates of daggernon a sentinel yells down from the guard tower at the gate um what business do you have here in daggernon richard produces a uh, a scroll his summons 
for hired security to protect Daggerdon. Um, we're answering the mayor's call for help. I got papers and everything. Uh, well, oh, we could certainly use the help. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm about falling asleep at my post. This guy's the only guard, isn't he? This is the only guard, yes. Oh, they're going to be so disappointed with Richard. <laughs> These poor men. Uh, a nap sure sounds nice. Are, are you all here to help? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. This this is only my first day, but, uh, you guys, are you sure you're here for help? We're here to help you. Okay. Well, well, you certainly, certainly sound... What? If I have the wolf pelt, I can put it on him and tuck him into bed. The sentinel has fallen asleep at his post. Let's just leave him uh, be. Richard, Richard roars, startling the sentinel. Oh, 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 oh no, oh no, not again! Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, make your way in. The mayor's office is in the northern part of town. Follow the path to the right around the lake. It's it's the second largest building in town. Second largest. It's the second largest building in town. Uh, what? You, you can't miss it. Uh, then he pulls on a lever and the gate opens, allowing the party access to Daggernon. It is, it is now dawn and Daggernon is quiet. A few halflings and gnomes are seen scurrying from building to building. As you near City Hall, you see a halfling man arguing with a gnome in uniform. As you approach the steps of City Hall, the gnome leads the angry halfling away down the street. You uh, reach the bottom steps of city hall you decide to enter i'm going to look around to see if there's anything in particular about this place about this place of Daggernon in particular or city hall just city hall like is there guards around here or um people loitering the only uh the only two uh guard like characters you have seen so far uh is the sentinel at the gate who uh keeps falling asleep and the uh the uh uniformed gnome uh leading the halfling man away that's it yep oh. uh city hall is just a a decently sized uh building it has doors in the front uh some windows uh mainly just a rudimentary office building with okay one major office what color is the building please it is chartreuse <laughs> <laughs> oh, so beautiful. I see we have some uh, some class and art in this town. I appreciate this yes. very much. Yes, uh, very, very, very classy establishment. Uh, so as, as the party makes their way into the mayor's office, uh, when they open the door, a halfling woman quickly shuts a drawer to her desk and yells, I told you I was busy, Hartley! Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were Sheriff Hartley. I told him to take Mr. Blomp to the sheriff's office to take his statement. Who are you? We are um, here to help the town. Hey, I'm T. How you doing? <laughs> uh, Richard uh, pulls out the uh, summons uh, from his pack and hands it over. It's like, "Hi, right, we're we're here for uh, we're here at your summons, ma'am." Uh, Oh! Oh, thank Gorn you're here! 
Oh, we've been swamped with problems. Uh, missing people, stolen livestock. Nobody wants to go outside the walls at night because of the amount of violence. Our supplies are running low. I'm running out of ideas for what to do. I, I feel like I'm failing my town and my people, and I just... Picard goes over to comfort her. Thank you. Yeah, is there a way to verbally roll my eyes? Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, the mayor thanks you, uh, but, but fortunately you're here. Between the sheriff and me, there's there's just not enough competent individuals in this town to take care of all the issues. I mean, well, that's where you come in. I need you four to investigate the missing people and livestock. Hartley's too busy keeping the peace to investigate, and and I, I'm stuck here. I, I can't go around finding things. I'm an elected official. That's all I am. They don't even let me leave this office. <laughs> so uh here's your here's your chance to uh ask uh the mayor a few things all right start start at the beginning when did this first start happening uh, the the first instance uh oh it's been so long it's been about six months since i believe that was the first uh livestock theft uh we started to notice them Mr. Plomp came in and he, he complained about his his cow? I'm sorry, it's been a long day. Alright, well, maybe more importantly, what's the most recent disappearance that's happened? The most recent disappearance has been Mr. Blomp's wife. When was that? That was last night. Do you think he did it? Not to throw shade? Is he a suspect in her disappearance? Is Blomp a suspect? Yeah. He is, he is horribly distraught. Why would he steal his, his prized cow? Hey, that's his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which... Oh, jeez. Uh, no, no, Blomp is absolutely distraught. He, he couldn't have done it. His livestock, his wife, he's had more than his fair share of misery. I see. Where did they disappear from? Does he have a farmhouse of some sort? Yes, he has a farm just uh, to the north, but I, honestly, Hartley would be more help for you in this situation than I would. I'm just an elected official. I can't make decisions around here. Wait, are we getting paid for this? Yeah, that's important. I mean, obviously you're going to be paid. That's That's no option. Uh, paid in what, though? What else would you be paid in other than gold? You need to be specific about this stuff. You would be surprised. Just wanted to make sure. No problem. Wait, can we just, like, uh, split it between, like, how much effort we put into this and not just, like, getting bit in the ankle? You guys cool with that? Getting bit in the ankle? What on earth are you talking about? Let's not have that, because if Ice decides to bite everyone here, then we're screwed. I, I'll give you 500 gold a person upon successful completion. You can decide how to divide the pot, I suppose. Okay. All right. Reasonable, thank you. So we got some information. Should we head out? Just had to go talk to the sheriff first. Let's go find him. Okay. Uh, so uh, you guys head down to the sheriff's office, which is the next building over, pretty much. Uh, as you guys approach... 
uh, the sheriff's office. Uh, you notice the same halfling who, uh, who you know know the sheriff's name is Hartley, uh, escorted to the station as you, as you were entering the mayor's office. You have an option to talk to him or to uh, go into the uh, sheriff's department. Maybe we should just talk to him. Sure. Uh, you are speaking to Blomp? Er. <laughs> oh, goddamn. I made up that name, didn't I, Colleen? Uh, Blomp. Blomp. Uh, Blomp says, uh, what do you want? He is quite visibly upset and irritable. We're here to investigate disappearances that have been happening. I understand that you have suffered at least two disappearances in your family. I'm, I'm not... Who the hell are you? I am Bakar. Orintha. I'm T. Uh, I'm done looking for help from others. It, it's been months and there have been no progress in the disappearance of, of any of my things. Why would I talk to you? Well, who else are you going to get help from yourself? I may as well. If you guys wish, you can try and convince him to talk. Convince him of your uh, good deeds. Who's got the highest charisma here? I'll do that. I'll give you one chance to try and convince him to talk to you right now. Uh, I step up and say, Yo, the mayor just paid us to uh, help you get your problem to go away. And I believe that we can do that. Roll a... Would that be a persuasion? Yeah. 21. Jesus fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He looks... A little surprised that uh, the mayor would uh, hire out for assistance, but he he looks a little happier with you. Uh, he tells you, "Come come by the tavern later. Uh, we'll have a chat." But uh, right now, I am I am late for my daily wallowing. You know, missing wife and all. And he walks away uh, around the lake. All right. Just as an aside from all of us here, uh, he said daily wallowing. His wife only disappeared yesterday, right? Yeah, but his prized cow was like a month ago. He only had one cow? Well, obviously he has a new prized cow since the old one's missing. I mean, it was his prized cow, so probably... I mean, I assume he's going to step up his wallowing from this point, right? Because, you know, this is a bit worse. Well, we are meeting him at a bar. Oh, good point. So, uh, you guys, I guess, uh, decide to, uh... Join uh, in on the uh, the sheriff, right? Yes. Okay. So um, once you've gone into the sheriff station, you find Sheriff Hartley riding on a blackboard in Gnomish. You notice circles and arrows pointing to different directions and what appears to be a crudely drawn map of Dagernon and its surrounding woodlands. Does anyone speak Gnome? Uh, he does speak common, though. So he will talk to you. I assume, given that there are not many gnomes in the town, he likes to write his uh, notes in gnomish code. So yeah, in a code of sorts, so that uh, so that people uh, can't snoop on his business. He is uh, clearly well put together and uh, has a few medals on his uniform, uh, his his sheriff uniform. Seems to be. Fairly competent. He hears you walk in and says, Why, why hello there! Uh, how can I help you? Hi, we've been hired to help find all the missing um, people and creatures. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, 
Madam Knoll has uh, has sent you here, correct? Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. I've uh, I've been asking her over and over for the past few months to get somebody in here to help me. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've had to uh, make some uh, cut some corners when it comes to help. There's not very many uh, competent people in this town. I mean, you guys came in through the gate, right? You noticed uh, Chubbs up there, right? Uh, yes, yep. it's hard to miss the man. Yes. Oh, man, that damn sentinel. He sleeps all day. Does he sleep all night as well? I can only assume. He is the <laughs> most awful, awful individual I have ever met in this town. Well, I don't mean that. <laughs> I'm sure he's got a good heart. Just a very overactive... Uh, circadian rhythm anyway how can i help you what can i do for you oh oh my name is my name is hartley i am sheriff hartley i am pleased to be your service in service of you my map my map oh thank you um (laughs) as as you can see uh there have been several disappearance over the last few months uh it all started with blomp's cow blomp's car blomp's cow what is a car hmm? what is a car it's bakar oh oh your name is bakar i thought you said his prized car oh goodness no i was very confused no it started with his prized cow several other things of his have gone missing in- including his wife wait just to clear something up is he the only one losing things he'd like you to think that but no no he's not the only one that has lost things books have been stolen from the library Drakkar's uh, bottles have gone missing from the uh, tavern. The mayor's prize petunias have gone missing. Is there a festival that everyone hands out prizes at? Where are the all these prized things? I mean, yes, there's an a, there's an annual festival here, but can I enter my prize dragon? You'd be the only, you'd be like the only competitor. Stop fishing for compliments, bro. Well, they're doing it. You try to be above them, please. Yes, uh, there there is an annual fair, but it was months ago, uh, before the start of these disappearances. You'd have to wait half a year before the next fair. Uh, it's been exactly six months since the fair and since the disappearances happened? It has, actually, yes, now that I think about it. Who else has prized objects in this town? Who doesn't have prized objects? That's what I've been asking. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's just us. You guys don't have prized objects? I have a bow. It wasn't a prize, but... Were all the um, prized objects in the fair also the ones that were stolen? Or at least some of them were? Some of them were, yes. He sits down on his uh, fancy wooden chair. His prized wooden chair. For a moment. His prized wooden chair. (laughs) 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 His... God damn it. (laughs) There aren't... There aren't so many people anymore. I don't know if you noticed, but the town's a little bare. There are bears here? <laughs> I was I wanted to make that joke. <laughs> Too late! I walked into that. Uh, I set it up on the tee and you knocked it. <laughs> <laughs> the town is a little deserted. It used to be so perfect. This town has a bit of a preoccupation with perfection. I mean, all our farmers compete for the The perfect livestock, the perfect vegetables, the perfect flowers, perfect chairs. Woodcrafters. We used to have a woodcrafter 
he made the best chairs in the world. They have a beauty contest every year, which Blom's wife won uh, this last festival. What else can I tell you? What else do you want to know? What's on your board? Oh, so these are, he points to his, his gnomish scribblings. That's my grocery list. These are the things that have gone missing. Uh, uh, and when they, I, I've made a timetable, uh, Blomp's farm uh, is here. He points to uh, his crudely drawn map of Daggernon. To the northeast is a small farm. Is the farm within the city walls? It's not within the city walls. It is outside the city walls. Well, maybe we should investigate the farm since that's where the last disappearance happened. Aren't we supposed to meet him at the bar? We can. Just saying we should eventually. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, Blomp's farm up here to the north northeast here. In the southern region, there are other farmers here. But they, they have not had as, as, as much problem as uh, as much problems as Blomp has had. I don't know why. I've spent so much time here trying to keep the peace amongst the remaining Daggernon residents that uh, it's just I have not had time to go out and look. I'm losing faith in the fact that that we're going to get this solved. But having but having you guys here has filled me with with hope that 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 we can do something about this. Uh, this is this is my home. I I I am a third generation Nominian sheriff. Third generation. Wow. Yes. My father was a sheriff. My my great great grandfather was a sheriff. My great grandfather. It was a weird time. Oh. Yeah, that, we don't need to talk about that. The library may have have more things for you. Uh, there's the tavern, and the library are really the the only active places here anymore. The the library draws scholars from all over the world. This used to be a wonderful tourist location, uh, but the library their texts have gone missing. Just ancient texts, tomes, tombs. A tomb in the back, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that was a joke. I mispronounced something. I'm sure Dewey could help you there. Does he have a, some sort of system? <laughs> to this, or? I'm sorry, does who? Does uh, the librarian Dewey have any way of, you know, organizing stuff that would help us, you know, find what we need more quickly? I mean, Dewey's very good at finding things. I suppose he has a bit of a, a system. <laughs> All right, then. Maybe we should go look at that later. <laughs> yes, uh, if, if, you find, if you find anything, please come back to me and talk to me, okay? Yep. Please, please yes. keep me in, in the loop. I, I want... The car will. Good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, happy, happy investigating, guys. You guys want to go to the library? Uh, then? The tavern, I think, first, right? Is that not so later? I'm up for whatever. You can go to either if you want. Ideally, you would go to both. Yes, but which? When were we supposed to meet Blomp? There, I forget. Oh, he just told you to meet him whenever. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's gonna be wallowing there all day. All right, let's wait till he gets a bit drunker. Then maybe he'll be more helpful then, or less helpful. I don't know which. Let's go to the library. There we go. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you guys near the library, uh, and you notice the library is actually the biggest structure in Daggerdon. The doors are over eight feet tall. As as uh, Sheriff Hartley mentioned, scholars from around the world used to come to learn 
uh, and and research at this library. It is is a fairly fairly large library. As you guys approach the doors, uh, I want you to roll a perception check for me. Ooh. Nine. Oh, 19. Uh, three. Okay, uh, so um, Bakar and T, you don't notice anything. I'm lying. But uh, Orenthil, with your Elvise. <laughs> what did they say? That the halflings have been taken to Isengard. Oh, God. We don't have time for that. Yes, I agree. Your elf eyes notice a uh, slightly beaten path off to the side of the library, but you don't notice anything like particularly uh, special about it. It, is a, clearly it clearly has been walked on. But as you guys approach the uh, doors, you open them and are immediately assaulted with a very rancid smell. Oh god! Oh my god! It is, it is rank. Uh, Upon my honor. Yes, uh, it is. It has definitely offended some of your senses, if not all of them. Ugh, which god allowed this to happen? Not mine. So as you, <laughs> not my god. So you guys continue into the. Oh god! Do I? Do I keep going? In? I guess so. I mean, I'll give you the option, but no, we better press on. Walking, walking. Put my shirt up over my nose. Can't talk or slay. Can't know it. I was gonna say, if anybody's having a real issue with it, it's probably T, because I'm sure <laughs> his sense of smell is pretty good as a halfling. Mm-hmm. It is. It's quite horrible. But you guys step in, and you hear some deep, slow, thudding footsteps from the back of the library. Oh, God. Do you press on further? Yes. Yes. As you press on a little further, uh, you now realize where the rancid smell is coming from as a seven-foot-tall orcish figure appears from around the bookshelf. What do you do? Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of The Tantalus Tales. First, we'd like to thank What's Good for the use of their song, Intro. You can find them on SoundCloud. Go check them out. We'd also like to give a special thank you to our supporters over at Patreon. Your support always allows us to continuously improve this podcast. If you are looking for more of The Tantalus Tales, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Sharing The Tantalus Tales on social media or with friends or family helps us grow. Thank you again to all those who listen and support this podcast. It means the world to us. The next episode will be up on March 13th. We'll see you then.